podcast recording. What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing? There we go. Alright. So, hi, everybody. We're here on Panic Attack with Big John. Still going through some of the fallouts, opinions, and things of uh, the Supreme Court decision to send the right to an abortion back to the state legislatures. And some things, uh, I, I did see, well, first of all, let me plug myself. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Of course, you're listening and watching on all your podcast platforms as well as Twitter or Rumble.com. And so I did see some uh, quotes from just Justice Clarence Thomas's opinion. Uh, his really call it ascending opinion, um, whatever. But he did talk about you know this this case does not change the same sex marriage laws. It does not change the laws in regard to contraception, but in the future, uh, I think, or he said that you know these uh, decisions may need to be re-examined. Well, there will have to be a case brought up to the Supreme Court that remotely affects those law, those decisions. Pardon me in order for the the current Supreme Court to uh, <clears throat> change those decisions, reverse those rulings. Uh, and, and I see where Clarence Thomas is coming from. Uh, you know, the right to same-sex marriage, the, the right to use uh, contraception is not a, a guaranteed constitutional right. It's not explicitly spelled out. Uh, however, I think one, the state should be out of the marriage business. Uh, you know, you download your marriage license application. You file. You get the whoever to sign it. You know, a legal, legally recognized uh, wedding officiator is not necessarily um, doesn't have to be a preacher anymore doesn't have to be justice of the peace or a judge uh, I know a lot of Tom, Dick and Harry's that somehow are now official marriage officiators with the state of Ohio that's not, not the point uh, anyways you get your marriage officiator to sign it you file it with your county recorder, and you're fucking married. <laughs> um, I am against marrying farm animals or farm equipment. Just make sure we're okay on that. Now, um, contraception, uh, I think it's basically accepted around the United States with anyone 
with an ounce of common sense that uh, prophylactics, condoms, rubbers, condominiums, whatever the shit you want to call them, uh, should be easily accessible and over-the-counter. I think you know, even birth control pills with proper instruction, uh, even the morning-after pills should be an over-the-counter thing. But that's just my opinion. Um, I know life begins at conception, and the uh, the pill, as it's known, uh, it doesn't stop the egg from getting fertilized. It stops it from sticking to the wall of the uterus. At least that's how it was explained to me um, by a lady who had an abortion. And... Uh, now she's like Christian and goes around talking about this and that. But anyhow, she's, well, okay, oh, an interesting tidbit. Uh, the like the brand name or the the numbers on the pill, like pills have little identification numbers on them sometimes. Uh, the number on the the birth control pill is R. Wait a minute, what, what is R? U4187 and a cop friend of hers said oh 187 that's the the police signal for murder and so in her testimony or sermon she repeatedly said so really the the birth control pill stands for are you for murder and I'm like oh gosh I'm a I'm a staunch Christian. You can say what you want to about me, but I'm harder on my own. I'm harder on other Christians than I am on a, a non-believer. So we got to watch how we present things to people, um, how we present ourselves and our opinions and ideas, ideas as one of my friends would say, or as another friend would say, ideals. I got some good ideals, ma. Dude's like cracker than me. And he, and he says, ideals, ma. Hey, ma. Anyways. I don't know if he's doing a bad Joe Pesci impression or an even worse Razor Ramon impression, but he's doing something. So, here's some thoughts and quotes and things about abortion as well as uh, post-birth abortion. I told you that was a thing in Virginia. But yourselves. You know who the left should blame for the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Not the Supreme Court. Not Christians. Not conservatives. Not Republicans. Not pro-lifers. The only ones they should be blaming are themselves. It is 100% their fault Roe got overturned. A lot of people, myself included at one point in time, could sympathize with the scared teenager, with the drug addict who had no business bringing a baby into this world. We could understand that we didn't like it, we didn't agree with it, but we could at least understand it. We went from safe, legal, and rare to up to the moment of birth. We gave you an inch and you took a mile. We drew the line when you decided that you should be able to murder a fully formed infant up to the moment it exits your body, you have no one to blame but yourselves. 
You know who the left should blame for the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Not the Supreme Court. That's on my Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And she's 100. Well, technically, I gave them seven and a half inches. But they took a mile. You know, this whole idea that if a woman's in labor and decides, nope, I want to abort this pregnancy, here's what happens in Virginia. Or could have if this law had passed. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So, so I think this was really blown out of proportion. Blown out of proportion? How do you blow that out of proportion? The mother is in labor. And President Trump criticizing Virginia's governor for defending a... Per All right, we'll get to President Trump in a minute. Okay. Blown out of proportion. A fully developed baby is born in the third trimester where it's totally viable outside of the body. The baby, the mom says, no, no, I, I wanted to have an abortion, but I've just been too busy. I put it off to the last minute. Let, I can't do this. We're going to abort the baby after it's been delivered. He just said it. After delivery. Kept comfortable, and then a decision would be made. That's murder There's, the, the baby has been delivered he said the word delivered and then a decision is made and under this law mental health in other words like what the the I guess I'm, I'm guesstimating here but mental health could be in a, a factor pardon me to aborting that baby does that mean if the baby's going to be uh, born with mental health issues like mental, uh, mentally handicapped, Down syndrome, autistic, uh, just not all their mental faculties there? Is that what they're saying? Or are they saying, well, the mother isn't mentally fit to raise the baby? That baby that's born, the mother decides she doesn't want to keep it. Mother says, I, I can't raise this baby. It's, it's born with mental deficiencies. Kind of like the governor of Virginia, the former governor of Virginia himself, is a, seems to be mentally deficient to me. Anyhow, so here we have baby born, kept comfortable, resuscitated if necessary, and then aborted. How is that an abortion? after it's been delivered and resuscitated if that's what the family wants. So they resuscitate it so they can kill it. Well, one, baby body parts are premium on the black market. There's video evidence footage of Planned Parenthood selling baby body parts. Uh, I'm not even going to go there. But anyways, that was one of the 
the Democrats' plans. And that's why we fought so hard going back to George W. Bush when he appointed John Roberts, who was a conservative. Maybe now that he has, you know, five other conservatives on the Supreme Court, he can be the conservative we dreamed he would be. But anyhow, um, yeah, this is why we fought for uh, decades to get a Supreme Court that would stand up for our Second Amendment rights and the rights of the unborn. Uh, I was critiquing Biden's speech, and there's a part I wanted to get to and I forgot because I, I ran longer than I wanted to. Um, Biden went on to say, and it was a constitutional principle upheld by ju justices appointed by Democrat and Republican presidents alike. Okay. Roe v. Wade was a decision seven to two. Seven justices two or seven justices four. Uh, two justices against uh, legalized abortion for everyone. Seven white men, by the way. Very, very lacking diversity. This overturn of Roe versus Wade was done by a black justice and a female justice. Kind of diverse crew. Not sure what uh, ethnicity Sam Alito is. I don't know if Alito's Italian or Hispanic or something. But he's definitely not Caucasian. Not a honky like me. Uh, uh, the decision or the opinion, it should say, was written by a republic or a justice appointed by Republican President Richard Nixon. In five decades that followed, Roe v. Wade, justices by Republican presidents from Dwight Eisenhower, Nixon, Reagan, he said George W. Bush, but he meant George H.W. Bush, were among the justices who voted to uphold the principles set forth in Roe v. Wade. Uh, Clarence Thomas has been, Clarence Thomas was appointed by <coughs> George H.W. Bush. And he is certainly not upheld or been an advocate or a fan of Roe versus Wade. So is being upheld mean that it just never came before the court where it could have been overturned? I, I don't know where his uh, thinking is. And of course, I just said uh, John Roberts was appointed by George W. Bush for the purpose of getting a, a uh, chief justice who would overturn such ridiculous laws. Or pardon me, overrule such ridiculous decisions by previous courts. So... This is where it becomes a hootenanny. It was three justices. No, it was six, Joe. 
He says it was three justices by one president. The evil, maniacal, funny-haired Donald Trump. Who were at the core of today's decision to upend the scales of justice and eliminate a fundamental right for women in this country. Uh, no, okay, you're wrong on a lot of things. Number one, three of the justices who voted for it were not appointed by Donald Trump. So the same number of justices Trump appointed... Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Barrett agreed with Roberts, uh, Roberts, Alito, and Thomas, appointed by other presidents. So, this nitwit, it's all blame Trump, blame Russia, blame Trump, blame Russia, blame everyone but me. He went on to say, make no mistake about, or make no mistake, this decision is the culmination of a deliberate effort over decades to upset the balance of our law. No, it's been a deliberate effort over decades to uphold our Constitution. Again, this is not a constitutional right. The right to make these decisions reverts to the state legislatures and also the federal legislature. The House and the Senate can do something about this too. And and he goes on to, to lie. The court has done what it's never done before expressly taken away a constitutional right. It's not a constitutional right. It's not in there. Court's decision to do so will will have real and immediate consequences. No, it won't. It's going to take the state legislatures a while to change their laws. So it's not going to have immediate consequences unless you're stupid like Joe Biden. Uh, This is a lie. So extreme women could be punished for protecting their health. No. It's possible that somewhere in the future a state legislature could write a a law like that. But I don't foresee it. That's just fear-mongering. We'll get to that. There's some people that are calling Biden out for uh, fear, fearsome mongering uh, in this. So let's go to a brief break. I bet you I erased that video of Trump. Yeah, I did. All right, we'll just play some music real quick. I love TLC. I loved TLC. The band TLC is no longer uh, in existence. Only, I think Chili's the only one alive still. Uh, 
was left eye died in a was it a plane crash or car accident and then t boz uh died of some rare disease so uh biden does not like the idea of expanding the supreme court i do think he'd like the idea of a couple justices being assassinated so he could appoint a few more uh but anyhow and also the january 6th fake liar committee are going after clarence thomas for some text messages his wife sent uh, on January 6th or around about January 6th. Uh, they're going to try to accuse Justice Thomas of sedition or insurrection to get rid of him if they don't you know, just off and kill him. I'm, you, know, I'm, you think I'm being a smartass or being an asshole or being sarcastic? I'm honest to God. Her government's killed people before. Uh... You know, folks, it happens. Look it up for yourself. Don't trust me. Trust anyone but me. I'm a fucking white guy. I can't be trusted. Uh, So anyways, after calls from AOC and other Dems to expand the court, the White House says Biden doesn't agree with the move. That's about the only thing I agree with this derelict on right now. This is from Business Insider. Business Insider Magazine. It used to be a magazine or newspaper about business. Now it's liberal political agendas. Uh, Democrats called Biden to take action to ensure abortion remains accessible across the country. Uh, he said in his uh, lie-filled address to the nation uh, that he would do everything his administration could do to uh, keep uh murder of unborn children uh, accessible. Uh, It says, a commission created by Biden last year recommended term limits to reform the Supreme Court. Right now, the Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. Uh, And bless her little heart, the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, cats fighting in my front yard maybe I should stop feeding them rotten food from my refrigerator Um, the great late great Ruth Bader Ginsburg held on to that Supreme Court decision or uh, position well beyond her time because she didn't want Trump to appoint someone Uh, she was very sickly she had cancer, and I feel bad for her. But there is a time when you reach a certain age, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, uh, who's the other one, Diane Feinstein, where you're just not with it anymore, and you need to retire. Okay? Uh Poor Ruth Bader Ginsburg died uh, while still on the court. She missed a lot of decisions. She missed a lot of oral arguments and things because she was hospitalized. And I don't want to talk down on her. But now we have liberals that are mad at her for not stepping down back when Obama was president, for not retiring under President Obama 
so he could uh, appoint, pardon me, another liberal. So, and the only thing I agree with Mitch McConnell on lately is he did block uh, one of Obama's Supreme Court nominees in the last like year or six months of Obama's presidency, uh, Merrick Garland, who is now the most liberal, crooked uh, attorney general we've ever had. And he would have been the most liberal, crooked Supreme Court justice we ever had. So anyways, uh, Democrat uh, commission, pardon me, that Biden appointed last year recommended term limits that would take a constitutional amendment, I believe, because the Supreme Court is uh, uh, in the Constitution, and it's laid out in the Constitution. White House Press Secretary Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre said Biden does not agree with expanding the courts. There's a thing called court packing that Democrats like... Uh, Sandy Cortez, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, and others, Rashida Tlaib, the squad, uh, the old haggard, drunk bag, Nancy Pelosi, uh, they want to add four justices, give Biden four lifetime appointments to the Supreme Court, which would effectively make it a seven to six uh, Supreme Court for decades to come. But I don't think that the Congress can just do that. I think that would take um, a constitutional amendment, but I'm not positive. Um, the opinion was supported by five of the conservative judges on the court. Oh, this is a, the opinion of the overturning Roe versus Wade. Sorry, it was still in bullet points. I, th I thought I was still reading the, the opening talking points to the article. So Biden doesn't want to expand the court. Uh, I guess that's good, good for him. Uh, one of my favorite Republicans uh, in general, or yeah, uh, has slammed Joe Biden for fear-mongering in his address to the nation after su the Supreme Court's ruling. Senator Tim Scott, South Carolinian, uh, joined one nation with Brian Kilmeade to react to the Supreme Court's ruling overturning Roe v. Wade and President Biden's idiotic response. It... <laughs> Doesn't say idiotic, but that's how I feel. Uh, Senator Tim Scott, fear-mongering is really what the president just talked about. He's fear-mongering. The truth is, I'm so thankful that over the last three or four years, we have been able to put 300 federal judges on the bench and three conservatives on the Supreme Court. Uh, Tim Scott needs to be a part of some some like GOP all-star or super ticket. Uh, this guy 
next to Ron DeSantis, I think should be Trump's vice president. Or if Trump steps back, because in his rally tonight, I picked up on something. Trump had a rally where he was endorsing uh, candidates for uh, Illinois. And he said the next Republican president... He didn't say when I'm president. He said the next Republican president. Ooh. Ooh. Now, there was a, uh, a straw poll or a poll taken recently where Trump dominated a potential GOP uh, presidential primary field. I just saw that going across the bottom of the screen on Right Side Broadcasting Network. So I don't know what the details of the poll were or who else was in that straw poll. But Trump is a heavy favorite of a lot of Republicans. Now some are going, well, DeSantis is like Trump light. And Democrats are like, oh, no, he's Trump poisoned. He's just like Trump, but... A, a little bit less uh, abrasive. He doesn't talk about grabbing women by the coochie and he doesn't send mean tweets, but he's just as evil as Trump. Silly, silliness. Silly, silly gooses. Uh, Mr. Scott, Senator Scott. By the way, Tim Scott and Donald Trump, with help from Cory Booker, uh, did more for the black community and the poor minority communities, poor as in low income, uh, even us poor white trash are benefiting from uh, the opportunity zones, the opportunity zone plan that uh, Trump, Scott, and Booker uh, passed through the Congress, uh, you know, creating tax breaks uh, for companies that put jobs and businesses in uh, low-income, rural, uh, and inner-city places. Uh, opportunity scholarships. The most money ever given to the historically black universities. Didn't come from the, the black president, Obama. It came from orange man bad with his funny yellow wig, Donald Trump. So anyways... Uh, Scott went on to say, This is the firewall America needs. I am thankful that I was a part of making this happen. We should all celebrate those who are originalists, those who read the text, the textualists, who understand and appreciate if it is in there, don't pretend that it is. So he, what he's saying is, the people that read the text of the Constitution, the people that believe in the original founding principles of the nation and the Constitution. And they are broad, and they apply to everyone. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. All men created equal. They're not just talking about biological men. They're not talking about the sex, the gender, male. That meant the whole human race, okay, all mankind, 
created equal by God. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness for everyone. And yes, we had to make some amendments to let women vote. Yes, we had to make uh, amendments to make everyone equal under the law, which meant freeing the slaves, giving them the right to vote. Okay? We had to have that Emancipation Proclamation by Republican President Abe Lincoln, uh, who sent a Republican Union, the Union that was the good guys in the Civil War, had to send a uh, Republican general to Galveston, Texas. That's why we celebrate Juneteenth now. Uh, You know... Well, we celebrate Juneteenth now because Joe Biden made a federal holiday. Okay, I get it. But Juneteenth was the day the last slaves in Texas were liberated by a Republican Union general sent by a Republican President Abe Lincoln, who founded the Republican Party to end slavery. And people like Tim Scott get it. People like Clarence Thomas get it. Get it. Amy Coney Berry gets it. Sam Alito gets it. Brett Kavanaugh gets it. And he gets beer too. As he made clear, he likes beer. Uh, You know, uh, Justice Gorsuch, they get it. The founding principles apply to everyone. That's all you need. You don't need a law that says you have to treat this person like a titty baby and nurture them. And nipple them till they're 75 and a half years old. No. Everyone's created equal. I don't care if you're gay, trans, Christian, Muslim, Jew, orange man, freckle man, ginger. It don't matter. We all equal in God's eyes. That's what the document says. Amen. Hallelujah past the Excedrin, because I got Excedrin headache number nine from these damn liberals. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. I'll see you next time on the panic attack. Damn, they have panic attack. I like carrying on a cigar smoking just now, boy. Here, let's listen to TLC. I always, I always liked Chili. She was hot. Still is. about chili not the food there there was a girl in the band named chili i want to give you mine and no i don't want to meet you nowhere no i don't want any old time and no i don't want no scrub a scrub is a kind of can't get no love from me hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to holler at me i don't want no scrub a scrub is a kind of can't get no love from me Passenger side of his best friend's ride, 